2: Compared to my (laughs) I mean, really. I'm wife material. Yes. Fun life material.
0: That's Crystal from The Bachelor, who emerged Mm. as one of the stars of this year's season. We met her last night. Uh, We want to talk about that event, and uh, she's been nice enough to call in this morning. Indeed, Crystal. Good morning. Hey, you're on the Armstrong and Getty show. How are you?
2: Good morning. I'm wonderful.
0: How are you guys doing? We're we're good. It was fun to meet you last night. You were utterly charming and a great sport.
2: Oh, thank you. It was quite a warm welcome.
0: Well, go ahead, Jack. My my wife my wife obviously asked, you know, what your life like in real life? And I said she's completely different than she was portrayed on the show, and she's just really nice. And I can't imagine how they edit the show in such a way to make, you know, people look, look the way they look. But... Here's something we got to jump to right now. So, for everybody listening right now, we did this event last night at a, at a bar, and Crystal was nice, nice enough to show up and ask her some question about The Bachelor, and she presented us roses and all this stuff. We had some fun and everything like that. But we heard that afterwards you were not happy. You felt like it was a humiliating experience. We didn't think you'd probably call in today, and we'd like to know what we did that was uh, humiliating. It certainly wasn't our intent. Intent.
2: Oh, thank you again. Round two, uh, you know, I I felt uh, in a sense, I just felt on the show so misrepresented, and I love having these opportunities to go and show people like to talk a little bit about.
0: So, <laughs> so let's let's see if we can clear of s-bombs um <laughs> so the the clip yeah, that was you know
2: what? hurricane crystal coming out uh, uh, hurricane it.
0: crystal that's right so but <laughs> so the clip that was played from the bachelor before you came on you found that to be an embarrassing clip
2: no oh god i love jimmy kimmel no i love that
1: I okay think so that was jimmy fine Trump, it was up my line of questioning then
2: when i walked out to the crowd of 70 year old republicans who are like, have no idea who I am. And they just see, like, me looking like a complete jerk, like, from this show. And you, you just show, like, Caroline and Chelsea just totally mad-talking me. I'm like, you don't even, you know, you just make me look bad, man. Like, throw me a bone here.
0: Well, I think the uh, the me median bone. age was probably about 45, but I think we're learning more and more about... <laughs> Crystal so, and your fate on the show. So, was it my line of questioning that made you feel like it was a humiliating experience? Was that it? Oh no, and I
2: wouldn't. No, no I wouldn't say humiliating. I was just like, you
0: well, know, you did say humiliating. <laughs> so,
2: confirmed the best.
0: Was was and that think, the rosé talking?
2: <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately, I was just drinking water.
0: So, but so what? What was it that bothered you? Because word got to us that you were kind of pissed off. And was it just that you were not recognized and and hailed as you should have been as a major celebrity?
2: No, no, I was just, um, just the the you know, I'm I'm sorry, like, I feel like I'm just kind of here on round two, and I just kind of wanted to come on and do like Bachelor Talk and talk, you know, about the show.
0: So, oh, do okay. any questions about that? Yeah, absolutely. So what is it like to see you, because you know who you are, what's it like to see the version of you on TV? Is that uncomfortable?
2: I would say that definitely in the way um, how I came across on the show was surprising.
0: Like uncooperative and snippy or what?
2: (laughs) I think it's... How did a few things were shown as far as context of things I was speaking about in a different manner and shown in a different light and used in a different context? Maybe oh, I perfect.
0: see, yeah. Yeah, the old angry reaction shot when you weren't angry at that moment. That's but, an old technique. But so if, if you, well, first of all, what was the motivation for going on? Was your motivation go on, to go on is I'm going to meet a great guy, fall in love, get married, and, you know, uh, that'll be my mate for the rest of my life. Was that the motivation?
2: You know, I was definitely really skeptical of the process. My best friend you said should be. me. should <laughs> yeah. be. Yeah, I definitely was. But, you know, I came in just really open to an adventure.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to approach it. Mm-hmm. Marriage can be an adventure. I'll tell you that. Uh, are, you know, I'm sorry to, to depart, but are you allowed to talk about your experience on The Bachelor? I mean, to what extent can you be honest, or, or, or do you have a nondisclosure agreement, that sort of thing?
2: Yeah, you're definitely on an NDA, so I can speak to you know what is shown.
0: Well, I gotta hit you. Oh, with th- I see. Oh, you can speak to what people saw on TV. Okay, fair enough. Well, yeah. what I saw on TV was a very effeminate acting gentleman who generally has the mannerisms <laughs> of a gay man. So I, always, and and I'm not the only person that thought this. My wife thought it. A number of people who watched the show, and it just it just seemed kind of odd. Did any of you girls ever discuss? Is this guy even into women?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. That was never discussed amongst the women. you know, looking back, you know, you see different sides and different things, but we, he was very dorky. Um, he was very dorky.
1: <laughs> mm. But he wanted to
2: give him a chance. He wanted to give him a chance. And you know what's so interesting is you're put in this bubble where all it is, is Ari, 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 and your feelings for Ari. And I mean, like, he's like your sole focus, which is crazy because Never in my life have I done that with a man made him like my my whole world and my whole life revolved around a dude.
0: Maybe and that's so, why you haven't found happiness yet.
2: Yeah. Well, so when, this, I definitely didn't find it on the show, I'll tell you what.
0: But so when he would walk into the room, you're all sitting there and you're all dressed up and everybody's drinking, so I assume everybody's half drunk all the time. But he would walk into the room and he'd say, Hello. And you all would go gaga over him. Is that the producers telling you to act like, oh, my God, this guy is so studly and cool? Or or is it just the competitive nature of women? Or what, what causes that?
2: I <laughs> you know there's so much, like, so much like high-pitched cheers. You know, so- sometimes I would walk in, you're just really caught up guard and surprised. But I'm going to say I got just as excited when I saw Chris Harrison. You know, walk in
0: that room. I expected Ari to propose to Chris Harrison. I really <laughs> thought he was going to give him the final rose. Oh, my God. That's
2: hilarious. We would not have seen that coming.
0: <laughs> well, I saw it coming. Um, so I, I just, I, I, I feel like, I don't know, uh, a fatherly figure in this. I'm telling you, if you're if you're going to be doing a number of appearances and radio shows and, and, and stuff like that, what happened last night? What's happening this morning is tame compared to what you're stepping into. <laughs> <I> just, we're <laughs> really nice people. I just want oh, you to I, know where you're headed. You're going to go on some rock radio shows, and I mean, it's going to be brutal. Do, do you realize that's what's coming your way?
2: You know, I've been I've been living it for I've been living it. I am here.
0: Yeah. Okay. And you're a woman. Here you roar. Well, we appreciate you yeah. calling in. It was very nice you to show up on stage last night and and uh, the whole thing. You're a gutsy gal. <laughs> thanks, guys.
2: Thanks, right, thanks, thanks
0: for your time. Chris. Crystal from The Bachelor. Hey, that's fantastic. What a what a fine young woman. Sean, I want you to jump in. What's on your mind right now? I'm
3: exhausted. <laughs> Tell me about it. Well, it's just... A See, long day. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I don't know how much of it was editing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So this is what Joe and
0: I were saying last night because we did this event on stage similar conversation we to what we had here as as you could hear her say she's saying oh round two she's she's uncomfortable with any line of questioning that is you know outside of the sort of thing you'd get out of Ryan Secret that's guess. right exactly that's not fawning right please and I don't f- fawn. And she seemed surprised by that and, and On my wedding night I asked my wife the tough questions. And I was thinking, well you know, Sean, she's gonna go on like Howard Stern like shows and just get torn apart. I mean we're we're being really nice to her compared to that. And she was she was upset at the end of the night. We know from from personal contact that she was pretty, pretty unpleased that she ended up in that situation. So Sean, go on. More adjectives. More descriptions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: <clears throat> I get the sense that uh, it's she didn't know what to expect, walked into an unfamiliar scenario, and didn't and and was not around, shall I say, her people. Um, Which who would those people be? I, I, uh, the Ari and really? the other people whose names I don't know from reality television shows.
0: Other pretty uh, superficial people. But they who would fawn.
3: <laughs> right. And, but, mm,
0: do you remember that description we had the other day of who watches The Bachelor? And it was uh, three different groups of people. And and somebody nailed what the, a lot of the viewers for The Bachelor are. Um And it, it hinges on the fact that the contestants think they're in on the joke, but they're not really in, in on the joke. Yes, I would say. Uh, Colin in D.C., I think it was, who absolutely nailed it. And our experience with talking to Crystal in real life leads me to believe that that's absolutely true. They think they're kind of in on it, but they still don't get the way we're all looking at them. Which is interesting right
3: right they're not part of the joke they're the butt of it right so then they kind of push back against things that say hey you know that you weren't in on it right like uh, you <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're you're you were you were played you're still being played you're going to be mocked and humiliated because people think it's ridiculous to do that
3: but hey maybe you can get a couple grand off an instagram post now so i don't know how it all balances out on the ledger Yeah, that's
0: true. I don't know. I just um, I think it's going to get ugly for us. Just know what business you're in. Yeah. You know what? Understand what you're selling. I actually felt bad for her when we met her last night because I thought, wow, they actually get people that are way more um, naive to what they're stepping into. I thought they were all probably sharks. Maybe most of them are. I don't know. I've only met one. I figured they are all probably pretty cunning reality sh- show wannabe sharks. She doesn't come off that way at all. Mm-mm. And, uh, man, they just should chew you up and spit you out. We have never done anything that has received as much text activity as what we're doing now. Well, let's read them. What say? Um. Hmm. Yes. If you won't, I will. Step aside. They're not. Oh, oh, oh I got to step on back now. Yep, that could be. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we have. Hey, guys. Your text, Clips of the Week. Yes, Michael? I was hoping Ari would
4: use this line on her. I caught you a delicious bass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Michael, go to break. Uh, well, why don't we do the Clips of the Week? When we come back, I will browbeat Jack into sharing the, the texts with you. And, uh, and much more than that, Marshall's News is coming up. Hang around if you can. See Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Conscience. Of the Nation
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Hey, happy Friday. Have we played the cure yet today? Not yet. Our traditional cure song, something to look forward to. So, uh, welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Just read the uh, the Sopranos prequel movie is in pre production. I don't care if it's announced to be the worst movie ever made. I will watch it. I will love it. Uh, We have uh, the texts, some of which I'm afraid are less than charitable about our interview with Crystal coming up. But right now, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week.
2: And like everyone in this room and everyone watching at home, we are dreamers.
3: I've been saying
1: whatever the hell I want for 30 years, and I'm doing great. You know, things are bad when a 29 year old with no experience who works directly
3: for the President of the United States thinks, I gotta get out of this dead end job. <laughs> Do you think I should cooperate
4: with, should I spend 80 hours going over my emails, Jake? If it were me, I would.
1: <laughs> sometimes and every email sometimes like
4: life that. and special prosecutors are not fair. Talking to you, yeah. I have smelled alcohol on your breath.
3: From U.S. businesses to
0: the federal government to state and local governments, we are under cyber attack.
4: Flippy is a brand-new burger-flipping robot, now cooking at a chain
1: called Cali Burger. Is she as high-maintenance as she appears at first, second, and 35th glance? How dare you?
2: His comments were so consistent with this racist
1: distraction. How dare you? Said Trump, fake nudes.
4: Mika, I will, I'll hope as you conjure an image of that, I'll try to just urge you not to throw up in your mouth.
1: How dare you.
0: How dare you. So, um, we got this text. We, we got, again, we've never had text come in like this on anything we've ever done. I mean, we've, we've received a lot of a text, but we've never had them rolling so fast that the screen is just going with texts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, look. <laughs> Before we get there, just a brief note. Mm -hmm. There are many advantages to doing a team show as opposed to like a Rush Limbaugh monologue. It's fun to do. But there are times when I can tell Jack wants to take a different tone than I do (laughs) or vice versa. Uh, I was prepared to go scorched earth, <laughs> right. but I could tell that was not your your uh, desire, so I held uh, back. But I would you know, <laughs> I originally was going to, but she she struck she strikes me as a bachelor contestant as actually just like naive to what's going on. If, if she was a shark like I thought they all were, I was ready to just
3: you know lay into them. Mm. But yeah, uh, anyway, I've thought about this a little over the break, and I think there's
0: okay. <laughs> Sean has more. Yeah, I got more. So there's a bit of.
3: It's like if you inter- if you brought on a magician to talk about the magic tricks they do, uh-huh. what you are interested in is the mechanics of, hey, how did that Statue of Liberty actually disappear? But they are interested in perpetuating the magic of their performances. So I just think that they, that she doesn't want to answer the Somebody questions. Somebody the gong. Okay. I think we're then no, na- Well, she's
0: no, she's signed something that says she can't. I think is the problem. Mm. But you got to tell us up front anyway. Well, where the analogy might break down on that, the the show she was on was about the behind the scenes of magic. Yeah, to the oh. texts. <laughs> well, just we got a gazillion of them, and uh, a lot of them are like really short and just mean spirited. Oh, good, perfect. Um, Start with those. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I'm looking for. Well, they're just saying mean things about her, as you would uh, as you would expect. Well, let's let's read them for the purpose of exposing how cruel people can be. But let me <laughs> you're doing science, right? Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I, uh, this is in defense of the poor guy. I thought this was pretty good, though. It reminds me of uh, when Robert Stack and Lloyd Bridges were talking about why they were hired to be in the film Airplane, since they weren't comedy actors. Uh, Robert Stack told Lloyd Bridges, you don't get it, Lloyd. We are the comedy. Leslie Nielsen, of course, got it immediately. But the other two actors, they didn't understand they were in a comedy. Wow. And that people were going to laugh at the lines Because they were dirty. so stiff. They were stiff, serious yeah. actors. Right. And they, they didn't know it was a comedy. Wow. It is kind of like
3: that. Wow. I think that's a better version of my magician parable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I don't know. Just for me, who watches The Bachelor and I was out with a... Uh, one of our bosses last night, and he said he watches it with his daughter every week. It's one of their bonding things. And then she watched, talks about it with her grandma. It's one of their bonding things. Uh, as you said, it cuts across generations for whatever reason. Um, you think I've forgotten? Read the text. Uh, she's literally oblivious. This chick makes me lose IQ IQ points just listening to her. Um, I don't like her. She's incredibly shallow. Um, Mm, Speaking to to me is making me want to. uh, Speaking to her is making me want to die. Mm. Uh, (laughs) That's that's a negative review. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, Please make her go away. Hmm. Um, See again, as I sought to illustrate. Often the internet is cruel. Go on. (laughs) She sounds as stupid as she looks. Good thing she's pretty. Oh, boy. This chick is effing retarded. OMG, kill me now, kill me now. Oh, no, more negativity. Is her name crystal meth? Oh, see, right. Listening to this vapid, I'm not going to finish that one. Uh (laughs) (laughs) So sorry to hear this. (laughs) And I mean, we got, I don't know how many hundreds of those. In a matter of minutes, so I don't know. So, uh, was it some sort of fatherly instinct in you? Because I mean, if somebody like uh, a Doctor Oz comes into our show and says, "No, it's not going to be your way. It's going to be my way," no, I can't, in the can't. interview, and you go crazy, absolutely. But uh, young Crystal, for whatever reason, aroused your tender mercies. <laughs> or or you just thought it would be like boxing a child. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's like that. I okay. yeah, yeah, even though she's an adult, right. it seems like yelling at a little kid. Mm. Which is not she's a compliment, 30, you know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I well, it's going to get ugly. I mean, she starts going on rock radio stations, it's going to get ugly. If you can find another radio show that brings you the analysis of the North Korea situation with Mike Lyons, like we did earlier today, and the Crystal interview, I suggest you listen to it. Yeah. I mean, we did get, there There were a number of, uh, this is uh, so uncomfortable, it's awesome, that sort of stuff, you know. (laughs) So, Marshall, what you got coming
4: up in your news? U.S.-North Korea summit coming together quickly. I've got the latest on that. And Trump has sent only one tweet this morning. I'll hit you with that one as well in minutes.
0: Ooh, a mono-tweet. Unbelievable! Stay tuned. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So response to the first response texts are now flowing in. I'd rather hear from the pissed off hot blonde than more made up details about a meeting we know nothing about for four hours. For instance... I mean, if you're talking about... Oh, the, tr- the Trump... Uh, yeah, if you're going to yeah. talk about vapid conversations that don't do anybody any good... Oh, yeah. Four hours of it could be this, it could be that is nothing also. um Yeah, but hearing a bunch of guys on Morning Joe tell you exactly what's wrong with the uh, the Trump summit. Yeah. and wh- How is that a bigger waste of time? Somebody said maybe you guys aren't in on the joke and that she has made her living off of pitching fits for attention and is continuing to get it. Ah, the old triple reverse. Could be... How about in your own personal life? You said you were getting a lot of response? Oh, my God, my phone is blowing up. (laughs) Yeah. My friends are all texting. Which shows you there's something going on there. ABC has hit on a formula for some reason, and I myself
3: don't get it. But they're printing money off of it. It's the love to hate thing. There is some sort of contempt for attractive people that just seems to be burbling all over the place. A need need for
0: a backlash against the pretty. Well, she is astonishingly attractive. I mean, no doubt about that. Well, other than, you know, the one flaw, the obvious flaw. But, but I don't, don't, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. No, I'm not going to talk about it. No? Go ahead. All right. She I, has a flaw. Well, now you forced me to talk out of the side of my mouth so nobody can hear. I'm just thinking if she's listening, that will make her crazy. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Um, Let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well,
4: setting up a summit, Switzerland is offering to play host when President Trump and North Korean leader Kim Jong-un meet for their summit. Oh, the Swiss set
0: up some hot cocoa. Nice view of the mountains and the coming together of the mines. Right.
4: Trump accepting Kim's invitation to hold denuclearization talks, which could take place in May. The South Korean National Security Advisor made the announcement yesterday outside the White House. I told President President Trump that in our meeting, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un said he is committed to denuclearization. Now, Senator Lindsey Graham is skeptical about North Korea's motives. In a statement today, Graham (laughs) warned Kim not to try and play Trump. He said, if you do, it'll be the end of you and your regime. The South Carolina Republican also noted North Korea's history of all talk and no action.
0: (laughs) At every single juncture for multiple generations? Yes. Yes, indeed. Tough to sit down and negotiate with somebody who is just a career as a as a regime. All they do is lie. So, tough to know what approach to take. Well, trust and verify. Trust and verify. Hey, we got this text from somebody. I was at the event last night, and I'm 29, and all my friends I was with are in my 20s. As a retort to Crystal shot. Oh, yeah. At yeah. the <laughs> audience. That was ridiculous. <laughs>
3: Maybe she is playing. I don't know. I don't know. Who it knows. seemed very on brand for her. It did, didn't it? it yes. Wow, that was a little nice phrase. Yeah, pretty good, Sean. That yeah. was a little too perfect.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe she thought, you know, I got a perfect poke with a stick. Continue the conversation. It's very Trump-like. As long as yeah. I'm being talked yep. about, it's right. good for me, right? There might be some of that yeah, going on. Read event, more of those texts. <laughs>
3: did the event cause some drama or chaos in the background with, oh, I can't believe, you know, with uh, the various ways that you guys heard that she may have been less than pleased, agrees to come back on again to replay the same playbook? Like it's It seems very on brand. Could
0: be. Yeah. Would you say she's perhaps a queen of drama?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump's only tweet so far this morning consists of three words. Jobs, jobs, jobs. Jobs, all in caps. And no doubt about it, the February jobs report for last month was stellar. U.S. economy adding a blockbuster 313,000 jobs in February, most in a year and a half, drawing hundreds of thousands of people back into the job market. The influx of new workers kept the unemployment rate unchanged at 4.1%.
0: Yeah, if Trump was trying to manipulate the media, he stepped on a great message that would have been the story all day long on a Friday um the great economic numbers. so we got this text she's playing 3d chess with you and you don't even know it <laughs> Duh.
1: what ah, that's
0: funny we got a new study
4: out that says fake news travels faster and further on twitter than real news researchers at mit found it took six times longer for accurate news to reach 1500 people
0: than stories that were false well that makes perfect sense because they're crafted specifically to be immediately accepted and enthusiastically uh, passed along.
4: Now, when do you when do you think you uh you start looking
0: old? <laughs> In the past, obviously. <laughs> I, I, when do you start looking old? Yeah. To who? I mean, to a 20-year-old? To, to, 20 people, year old, to, to a 40-year-old? Pe- to other people. Well, it, would, it depends it, on the age of the other people. Yeah, In when your was, own mind. When,
3: when I was, okay. when I was 8 your, and I saw a 30-year-old, I was like, oh, I'm never going to be that old. Yeah, But when you're, when you're 20, a 50-year-old right. and an 80-year-old are the same thing. All right, They're we,
4: just old. A study of thousands of uh, people of various ages found most respondents agreed that once a person hits age 30, they are starting to look old. They are no longer considered young. The poll also found the respondents in their thirties still consider themselves young, despite not really describing any of the others in the same age group category that
0: way. Well, since looks is a uh, you know about your your the physical party, th- yeah. there's no doubt that you start going south. Most people think around twenty eight ish. That's when the it starts going the other direction. You're not as strong. You know, there's there's that. absolutely no question we're meant to breed between the ages yeah. of 16 and, and 30. Yeah. You know, they re- start dig, dig, dig breaking down after that.
3: Reminds me like get, a lot get of the, the hell out
0: of evolution's <laughs> way. That's what time is <laughs> yes. telling you. Hey, old man,
3: old lady, get the hell out the way. Yes, Sean. This reminds me a lot of the political conversations where people insist on making it a two sided issue. You're either young or you're old. You're either. A or B, when they, as opposed to a coin, many of these things are dice. There, there, there are many more sides. There has got to be something between. Oh, I am no longer young, and oh, that automatically means I look old. That just seems absurd to me.
4: It's, Spoken
0: like an old liberal. I'll tell you like that. I'd sure like to have the thirty-year-old me, and
4: uh, I would start, feel pretty young. It's start to look old. Not that you're old. Just start. I don't to know look what old. that means. <laughs> just beginning no. to show. You know the passage of time. Anyway, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation.
0: Thank you. That's the last squawk of the bald eagle for the week. Squawky the eagle, who's actually a hawk. Yeah, we know. And he has, be, a, he has a Twitter account now, too. I'm not surprised. Along with my beard, my dog, Jack's head, <laughs> your cat's, Marshall's Marshall's hernia had a Twitter <laughs> yes. account, right? Marshall <laughs> hernia had a Twitter account. Yep. That's right. How many Twitter accounts based on the Armstrong and Getty show are there? I don't know. It's certainly a dozen. <laughs> yeah. The petering out is coming up. We'll probably get a tweet from, uh, you know, Pissed Off Crystal or something will be a new account. Oh, no. Uh, Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation.
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: That's one of my favorite parts about doing the Friday show. You're a nut song. Yep, yep, yep. Whatever happened to that one uh, gal? Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. That was a great song. I was. I played that for my kids the other day. Really? I think it was David Letterman. I don't know if he invented this concept, but he's the first person I ever say, heard say it out loud. That is, He would say about his show... If I'm uncomfortable, then you know this is working. Mm. Yeah, that's. I'd forgotten that he said that. Yeah. If he was having an awkward exchange and things were uncomfortable, he knew it was working. Wow. It's when you're getting no feeling whatsoever that you got a problem, mm. and you and you lose viewers or listeners or whatever. I don't know if that's always true, but I, I think I it's true. He's I think it's true most of the time. Sometimes it's the reporter who gives three word answers. And that's uncomfortable, but not in a good way. But no, I totally get what he's talking about. This is uncomfortable. They found a bag full of hands in Russia. Ooh! Russian police have launched an investigation, which I'm sure will be on the up and up after a bag containing 54 severed human hands was found in a near a Siberian city. Are there um, bag of hands? Are there 27? It's my new kind of indie folky band. We're like the Decemberists. Are there 27 people walking around that could uh, give us some clues as to what happened? Or are they also not <laughs> that good is, shit? That is uh, not clear. Uh, you've made a leap in uh, in logic there, Jack. It turns out you are correct. They are 27 matching pairs. It could be, you know, 54 left-hand, some bizarre, you know, got a right, right-handed couple. But no, it's it's 27 matching pairs. Uh, is that a? I remember on the Sopranos, they usually the head is what they wanted to get rid of, right? Because that's how you identify somebody. Uh, although fingerprints, sure, you want to get rid of the fingerprints, fingerprints and dental records. Oh, God, uh, this well, is go ahead and, and uh, label the podcast. Jack and Joe explain how to get away with a grizzly murder. <laughs> Don't forget about the lime. It's the same hour that they interviewed Crystal from The Bachelor. You, <laughs> so, know, you can enjoy that hour of podcast. Much like mixing a good gin and tonic, Sean, don't forget the line. <laughs> <laughs> Theories from local media as to where the hands came from uh, range from them being results of punishment for theft, medical amputations, or the improperly discarded remains of cadavers dissected by medical it students. ain't that. You don't think? No, I don't think it's that. You think the uh, uh, island where the bag was found is a popular fishing spot for people living in a uh, nearby city that you've never heard of that has half a million people in it? What would you do uh, near the Chinese border? What would you? How would you react? I don't even want to ask this. You throw it back.
3: I know what you're going to ask. You throw it back.
0: If if you come across a bag and you open it up and it appears to be, hey, look at this. Hand after hand after hand. It's after a bag hand. of hands. Would you just pass out or vomit or cry or what would you do? I might vomit. I would I would probably say something the effect of what the F out loud and with horror. The second <laughs> thought would be is the I'm person, about to vomit now, so I'm thinking that's a good guess. My second immediate thought would be is the person that uh, committed these uh, <laughs> handless... <laughs> activities, uh, and nearabouts? Am I about to end up like this? I, I would uh, walk away very quickly with my hands in my pockets. <laughs> <laughs> so as not to give them any ideas. You look at it and you go... <laughs> Do you well, get it? Well done. Do you get it? Whatever Russian oligarch slash mobsters lurking nearby. Good Lord. You know, you you, you find a duffel bag with ten heads in it in Mexico, or various uh, you know trash bags full of humans, or... Russia, I tell you what, uh, getting back to the whole s-hole countries discussion, if you regularly find bags of human laying around, that's a crap hole. Yeah. That is a crap hole. Yeah. Bag of hands. (laughs) It could take me the entire weekend to get through all the texts we got. Oh, please. The last hour. Let's get started. I don't have time for the headline, Dennis Rodman praises Donald Trump for planned North Korea meeting. But, uh, yeah, back to the head, the, the the texts. Uh, she sounds like every Crystal I've ever known. That name does not have a good reputation. <sighs> With a her. K, yeah. A bit of a stripper name according to some authorities. Yeah. Some uh, who've studied the phenomenon. Yeah. Well, some of you hated it, some of you liked it. What am I going to do? I knew a nice girl in high school named Crystal. As far as I know, she never became a snipper. She's a lovely gal very attractive (laughs) is Lisa Kudrow calling in next you got to be a long time (laughs) listener of the show to really enjoy oh boy oh boy oh but why would you bring up a painful memory if you care about us that's cruel (sighs)
1: so
0: (laughs) I was hoping you were going to read more text but if you would like to move on we can uh I was reading more about the creepy, weird laughter from Alexa. Yeah, I haven't told my kids about this yet. I need to, in case they start hearing the laughter coming from the device. (laughs) Ooh, that gives me the chills to my bone. Uh, According to Amazon, in rare circumstances, Alexa can mistakenly hear the phrase, Alexa, laugh. What? Mistakenly
1: hear? (laughs)
0: To fix the issue, Amazon is disabling that command and changing the trigger phrase to, Alexa, can you laugh? Did I tell you about when my... uh... For people who want their little machine to laugh for them. (laughs) Wow! why don't you get a little dog and teach it to stand on its hind legs? You're planks? doing like Big Bang
3: Theory, I mean, like recreation reenactments? You need a you need a laugh track to go along with that? <laughs> wow! Oh. you
0: are on a jihad against
3: that I show and all laugh tracks. <laughs> it helps you
0: understand when to laugh. <laughs> I have my son for his uh, birthday sleepover. I, I went into their room once to see what they are all up to. So I heard laughing coming out there. And they're just sitting around Alexa make, having it make flatulence noises. <laughs> so beautiful. If you say, Alexa, make a flatulent sound, it will make that noise. <laughs> really? Oh, it'll make all kinds of noises. Ah, I know what I'm doing this afternoon. <laughs> and they were just crying with laughter.
1: <laughs> go ahead. Uh-huh. Hey, guys going to do your, uh, your final thoughts now? Hmm? Give uh, one last little amusing one-liner quip? Hmm? Yeah? Hmm? Maybe even a valuable life lesson discerned from the new stories of the day? Yeah? Yeah? Okay,
0: you guys go ahead and do that now. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Final thought from everybody. Marshall Phillips, lead us off,
4: please. It is science. How to prepare for daylight saving time from Vanderbilt University, scientists. You'll lose an hour of sleep this Saturday night, so go to bed 15 minutes earlier tonight, 15 minutes earlier on Saturday night, and bam, you will be ready for
0: early rising on Monday. That's science. seems like a lot of work to try to adjust to a one-hour time change.
3: Positive, Sean, your final thought. Yeah, Alexa's laughing because it's mistakenly hearing the Alexa laugh command. Let's hope it doesn't mistakenly hear. Alexa, please (laughs) self-detonate. Let's see, Michelangelo,
4: final thought. Yeah, to all of you that are texting me that I should go on The Bachelor, hey, I'm not a piece of meat. And (laughs) as far as Marshall Phillips goes, let's get him on one of these reality shows, a romance show.
0: Yes, we are talking about doing our own. Uh, More details on that coming up next week. Oh, yeah, it's still in development. We're looking for a network partner. Uh, Jack, your final thought. For better or worse, (laughs) I'll bet there's not a program in America that spent as much time discussing completely seriously the intricacies of a bilateral meeting between Trump and Fathead and talked to Crystal from The Bachelor. Not a chance anybody else did that. Again, for better or worse. My final thought is as follows. Not with yours. Really? <laughs> not with your fonts, please. Wow. Please. Not an awful lot of texts from people who say this. that interview made them want to kill themselves. <laughs> that seems I'm hyperbolic. Just, it does. It almost does, doesn't it? I, I'm so sorry. That was not our intent. That is really, yeah. It is Brave really, okay. on, little soldier. Meet another day. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty, wrapping up another <laughs> grueling four-hour workday. So many people, thanks so a little time. You can email us, it's mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, or just go to armstrongandgetty.com. If there's something we ought to be talking about you see over the weekend, send it along. Y'all are great at that. In general, you don't try to broadcast segments that make people want to kill themselves. <laughs> In general. Uh, we will see you on Monday. Who knows what the news will be by then. Uh, see you then. God bless America.
2: Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Valerina, Owen oh, and from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun, but now the time has come to go. If this still comes was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show
0: today at FisherHomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We went
2: from normal life healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after
1: that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. This
2: message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment